Hey, you guys, I'm Kayla and I'm Kelly from Wildfire, and you're listening to Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Please like us on Facebook where you can click the anchor link to leave us a voicemail. You can follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. You can even email the show at StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. You can find our merchandise at tchip.com and by searching Stay Tuned. A big thank you to Jesus Perez for helping to set that up for us. And if you need any artistic help, you can look him up on Facebook at Ace in the Hole Signs and Graphics or Dirty Baby Original. And his website is aceintheholesigns.com. We are available on all major podcast platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So please make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate your support. Now, let's get into the show. another show coming your way and uh troy good morning by the way and uh we have good morning yeah we have lots to talk about today with birthdays and uh you know potential uh, events coming up for us that could be pretty big There's potential events in the world that could be pretty big yeah yeah <laughs> you think oh my gosh um i don't know that normally these wars uh obviously we're talking about ukraine and russia Yep. Uh, but honestly, normally this stuff doesn't really affect me that much. But for whatever reason, this one kind of has me a little bit on edge. And uh, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure why yet. I'm not sure why I have. Um, I think it's because of, you know, I don't know how stable Putin is, you know, and I think that's a lot of what has to do, you know, like he's threatening that if anybody gets involved, he's going to nuke them and you know, all that kind of stuff. So I think that would probably be, you know, a big worrying point, you know. And actually, now that I think about it, probably the biggest, probably the biggest concern I would have, I don't really have too much concern over Russia as a country because they are so Mm -hmm. devastated and weakened by, well, I mean, to be honest with you, poor leadership uh, has caused that country to um, not be as much of a world power as they once were. Right. Uh, but I will say China supporting Russia yes. is probably my biggest concern. Yeah, because China's running the earth right now. I mean, that's yeah. bottom line. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know where I'm going to get my Walmart stuff if yeah, uh, if China gets way involved and puts sanctions on us and whatnot. Yeah, and, and you know, the other thing, too, is it's already affecting us, you know, as, as if things, as if, as if prices weren't going up already in our country. Oh, my gosh, yes. And now, with this war and, you know, less resources and stuff, this is going to make it even worse. It's, uh, yeah, it's a mess. And, I, I, you know, I'll, you know, I'll admit my ignorance right from the start here. I, I still don't know exactly what all this is about. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard things such as uh, Russia not wanting Ukraine to have a democracy. Um, I've heard things as far as Russia wanting Ukraine's uh, resources and access to the ports. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I don't know. I don't know what it all is. Um, But anyway, I just hope there can be peace resolved here at some point and it doesn't have to be a conflict anymore because it's, um, yeah, it's uneasy. You just never know. know? Yep, exactly. And, uh, and we all, Go back yeah, to World War II. Yeah, you know? exactly. Uh, and that's the thing I'm really concerned about is if this breaks out into a world war, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we're talking nuclear, you know, technology yes. these days. And uh, I, I don't know. I don't feel very comfortable about it. As I look back in history and figure, you know, what historic events or birthdays or such we might be talking about on the show, Howie, one of the things I often see is on this day in history, uh, United States tested nuclear weapons in blah, 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 Utah, or United States tested nuclear weapons in blah, 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 Kansas, or whatever it is, you know? Right. And um, I'm just like, 
why does that come up on a historic event if you're testing nuclear weapons? Because that know. can be catastrophic is why. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I guess, you know, un- unfortunately, we had a little taste of that in in Japan back in, you know, World War II. Yep. But, um, I, you know, that was how many years ago, Howie? 70? Uh, you're talking, well, no, more than 70. You're talking over okay. 80 years ago. Um, okay. So I, I would say technology has increased a little bit uh, as far as nuclear weapons since then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would think so as well. <laughs> and uh, and I mean, I I know there's probably as far as our military is concerned, there's probably so many things we don't even know they have in regards to military, um, you know, offensives. And, yes. And, and I'd be willing to bet a lot of it is probably drone related too these days. Yeah, that's a good point. That's so, a good point. So in that respect, that's good because then we don't have to have people, you know, going in head first, so to speak. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's rough. It's, it's not a good feeling. And, you know, I'm starting to see, you know, my kids friends are now in the military, you know, that's a concern. I don't want to see them obviously have to go fight and, and risk their lives. And, uh, it's it's us to have to go fight something. Once again, we shouldn't be involved in, but Mm -hmm. you know, here, here we are. I mean, when it comes to, you know, NATO and all the other agreements that you have with all these other countries that you're going to have each other's backs and such. And, uh, uh, it's a mess. Like I said, I hope, I hope everything gets resolved and, um, we can kind of move on. I, I, I mean, I think last I saw last night that, not terrible but we're up over 200 deaths at least in this conflict so far Mm -hmm. so i don't know just let's let's get let's get ahead of this and get it stopped before more innocent people lose their lives over there i know i just saw a story by the way of a ukrainian marine uh who literally blew himself up in an attempt to slow down the russian offensive into the city he he blew himself up on a bridge to cause the bridge to collapse. Mm. And, uh, and I was like, there's a guy, you want to talk about a guy who like <laughs> should be yeah. awarded a hero, you know, yeah. people like that you're going to see come out of this mess. And, yeah, and, and I was see I was seeing stories of, uh, you know, men, you know, fighting for their homes and handing their children off to strangers, not knowing if they're ever going to be reunited with them again. I know. I think they said over 150,000 people have already fled the country. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not good. No, it's not. Not good at all. So, but yeah, so anyways, we are definitely thinking of you, thinking of you folks out in Ukraine. And uh, man, I don't even know what to tell you other than just be safe. I saw uh, Mount Gretna Brewery, or maybe it wasn't Mount Gretna Brewery, but maybe Brad from Mount Gretna Brewery posted something about some of the breweries out there are actually uh, utilizing their basements as shelters Mm -hmm. for Ukrainian uh, citizens. Wow. Which is really cool to see. I mean, that's going to see everybody start teaming up and, and uniting as one. And hopefully, hopefully that, um, you know, there won't be much more casualties out of this. Obviously there will be, but uh, hopefully this will end soon. Hopefully. So, Yeah. yeah. Thoughts are with you guys over there. Hang in there and uh, hope it all gets, um, you know, resolved really soon for you guys. Um, so we kind of have a little bit of breaking news on our own front here, Howie. Um, sure do. Too bad. I'm- I don't even really know how to, how to get into it because we don't really have all the details yet. But basically what it could lead to is us to being syndicated, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like we have a potential to uh, be syndicated on a radio station in Texas. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, learning more details as time goes. And I mean, I have a little more detail, but I'm not going to, uh, share too much until, until we know for sure. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, um, it started out as we got a message on our social media site and, uh, and then, uh, basically they contacted us and, and they're interested in putting our, our interviews, uh, including you and I are banters mm-hmm. uh, on the show as well, you know, so I am looking forward to, um, you know, hopefully getting underway and getting this started for us because this, this could be a lot of fun. This could be big for, uh, for stay tuned fans and uh, us branching out into different areas. I mean, we already own Nashville, Troy. So why not, let, <laughs> why not own Texas? Right. 
Yeah, of course. I mean, it it's huge for us and it's huge, you know, it's 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 a really cool thing too, is what I like about it. It's just the idea that, you know, we'll we'll get to get to a different fan base down there. Build and, new relationships. You know, yes, exactly. You know, that type of thing. Um, you know, the person that we're in contact with uh, about this has some artists that he'd really like to push our way as well to be on the show. So we're hoping to have some of them artists on. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just a really cool um, transition, I guess, for, for our show and yeah. for us to do. And, and it's funny because it, weren't you just talking about this? You know, you were just. I, I, I literally was. I literally was, you know. You're basically saying like, you know, we need now we need to go to that other level. And all of a sudden we get yeah. this and it's like, hey, here's that other level, Troy. It just like fell in our laps. It's so yeah, odd. Right. Um, so, yeah, uh, we'll have more details on that as we have them. You know, we will give them to you. Mm-hmm. Um, Another detail so. to throw out, by the way, is this is episode number 92. Yep. And we were before the show recorded. We're like, OK, when is episode 100? And uh it's actually uh, Easter weekend, so uh, <laughs> of course it couldn't, you know, of course it had to come at a most inopportune time, uh, yes. but at least, you know, we could, um, at least we can celebrate episode 100, maybe the week of Easter, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll, fi- we'll figure something out that week for sure. Um, figure something out. But yeah, 100th, 100th episode, and we're hoping to line up our two-year anniversary show back with our friends at Mount Gretna Craft Brewery. Now that's not confirmed yet. We're still working on that, but we are certainly hoping to be there again. Yes. Um, That was a lot of fun last year and we had a lot of people stop in and talk with us and, and hopefully we can have the same thing. I was going to say we had a packed house there. Yeah, we sure did. We were there. So uh, yeah. So they'll, I think they'll bring us back just because of that alone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We brought (laughs) them a lot of, a lot of business that night, I think. We did. And um, yeah. of course, I need to get revenge. And if we do the, uh, you know, the beer, oh, the beer war, the beer war, maybe maybe war isn't the right word to bring up right now. Oh, yeah. Right. The beer, um, battle. the beer battle, <laughs> the beer battle. There we go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe we'll do another beer battle and uh, see what we can do. Also, um, this is something I was actually just thinking about. I don't know if I told you this thought or not, but. Wouldn't it be cool if we did like a little bit of a, a taste test uh, episode of Mount Gretna's brewery, the different beers yeah. that we serve and, you know, and, and that we would be cool. Yeah. And we can basically, basically drink on the show and, uh, and who knows what'll happen by the end of the show. <laughs> so, so we could be like the Lebanon Valley food critics, the Lebanon Valley beer, beer critics. Maybe. There we go. There we go. <laughs> and we can have them along too because we can share our ideas and our thoughts and and kind of go from there. But yeah, I thought it would be kind of a lot of I think it would be fun uh to do something like that. And then obviously they can talk about their their crafts and mm-hmm. and uh what they have to offer. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully everything lines up and we'll have that, you know, down the line here for you coming the end of Mayish, mid middle of Mayish, somewhere around there. You know it. You know it. Um, we got a Supreme Court nominee, finally. Um, okay. Kendanji Brown Jackson and uh, President Biden stuck to his word that it would be an African-American woman. Mm-hmm. So that's what it is. So I guess I don't know what all has to happen for everything to go through for her to actually be appointed the position. Mm-hmm. Um, well, is it, it you just you nominate it and then what does it get voted on, I guess? Do they I go like I think the nomination and I think the official I think there's an official swearing in voting whatever uh i'm not quite sure the process when it comes to supreme courts but uh yeah i guess uh well, didn't something happen um just recently when trump appointed kavanaugh or something they had to go through a hearing or something and I, wasn't yeah, that kind of the same thing yeah i think so i think yeah so. so i think i think there is some sort of like almost like a like a hearing you have to go through and they kind of basically dig through your background and all that kind of fun stuff so mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So anyway, that's coming up for the United States. We have a Supreme Court nominee, Kendanji Brown Jackson. Um, and one more little piece of history I wanted to note before we kind of kick off our second half of the show, which is going to be dedicated to a lot of birthdays. Um, in 1996, on this day, Howie, Happy Madison by Adam Sandler was founded. So. Oh yeah, and uh, I'm I'm going to be honest with you. Um, in the 80s, I was a huge Eddie Murphy fan. You know, mm-hmm. I I, I watched. Eddie Murphy, when he was 
the funny Eddie Murphy. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. when he did, um, you know, when he did Beverly Hills Cop, when he did his Saturday Night Live stuff, all that. Um, I was a huge Eddie Murphy fan. And then the 90s come around and I really started turning to uh, like, um, you know, Adam Sandler a lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. So when Happy Madison came around and uh, and, you know, that whole production. True. Yeah. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I was uh, I was immediately a big fan of his you know, the yeah, wedding, Adam, Adam. you know, uh, was it 50 first date? Happy Gilmore, Happy um, Gilmore, um, Billy Madison, obviously. Billy Madison. Well, that's how he got the name. Happy Madison. Exactly. Happy Gilmore exactly. and Billy Madison. So, uh, every yeah, time that, I think of Happy Gilmore, I think of his, uh, his fight with Bob Barker. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That is so good. The yeah. price is wrong, Bob. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, he did, he did such a great job. Um, you know, Happy Gilmore, probably still one of my top five favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Um, just so well done and so funny. And um, yeah, just. And by the way, with uh, Adam Sandler, I, I would say, in my opinion, his era on um, Saturday Night Live was the best, mm -hmm. in my opinion. You I, know, I think it had the most diverse group of guys. Yeah. You know, it was him and David Spade. And, Rock. Yeah. Yeah, Farley. Um, yep. Oh my gosh. I mean, it, the list went on and on. And um, in fact, there's a, a new podcast out. Um, not that I want to promote other people's podcasts, but, <laughs> uh, but Dana Dana Carvey and uh, David David Spade, Spade. have a yeah. podcast out, and uh, I've actually listened to a couple of their episodes. And if you're a Saturday Night Live fan like I am, or at least a not I'm not a big fan of this era's Saturday Night Live. Sure. But, yeah. Um, the previous eras, like during theirs, um, you know, they talk a lot with people from Saturday Night Live, like Tina Fey, Chris Rock, um, mm -hmm. you know, um, Conan O'Brien. You know, we forget that he was a writer for them. Yes. So uh, but yeah, so that's kind of I always in, I've enjoyed listening to some of their little bantering back and forth. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. I didn't realize that. I, I knew that, that they were working on something, but I didn't realize that it had already come out. So, yep. I mean, they're not as good as us, Troy, but they're definitely well, pretty good. I mean, they're a bunch of amateurs. I mean, they'll catch up to us eventually. But, yeah, uh, exactly. We, we got a lot on them. I mean, we're, this is our 92nd episode. Huh? I know. I know. <laughs> we only do one a week. Keep that in mind. And then yeah. that's not including all of our bonus shows, you know, because right now we are on Spotify video. You know, so there's a lot of bonus shows right there. And uh, our football pick show when this mm -hmm. hits is, uh, is another bunch of shows that we do. So um, we're definitely well over 100, but officially, you know. Officially, our weekly show is at 92. Yes. So, indeed. so Howie, I guess we can cut it off here and kind of take a little break and come back with, um, I don't know, 80,000 birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, but they're important ones. So uh, it's it's crazy. It's a it's a long list, but um, a lot of a lot of cool names we're gonna bring up here. So yeah, let's let's take a break and come back and listen to them. All right, we'll be right back after this message. Hey, all, what's up? This is Brian from Data Monster Customs. Are you looking for that unique gift for your spouse, sibling, child, boss, or anyone for every occasion? Well, we do one-of-a-kind personalized figures. Check us out on Instagram at Datamonster, that's D-A-D-D-A-M-O-N-S-T-E-R, or just put Datamonster into the Google machine and check out everything we can do for you. Once again, this is Brian for Datamonster Customs. I was toting my pack along the dusty Winnemucca Road When along came a semi with a high-end canvas-covered load If you're going to Winnemucca Mac with me, you can ride And so I climbed into the cab and then I settled down inside He asked me if I'd seen a road with so much dust and sand And I said, listen, I've traveled every road in this here land I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, man, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. I've keep it rolling here. <laughs> 
Just the way he freaking mentions all these towns here. That's just that's amazing. Wow. Yeah, he's been yeah, everywhere. So. <laughs> the, the guy has been everywhere, and uh, you know, what a legend. I mean, obviously, yeah. I mean the legend of Johnny Cash. Uh, so many songs, so many hits, and movies made about the guy, and television shows, and mm -hmm. you know the the Johnny Cash show that was on TV for so long, and absolutely one of my favorite artists. Um, definitely, you know, one of my top country artists of all time. Um, just. You know, happy birthday to him, you know, happy late birthday. Um, so yesterday would have been his birthday, February 26th. Mm -hmm. But uh, just a legend of a man. How are you? Any any oh, stories yeah. that you have about Johnny Cash? Like, how um, did you become introduced? How did you become introduced? Well, I mean, I think I was introduced because of like uh, going to like other like family parties and such. And uh, his songs were always part of the mix. And uh yeah, I was always a fan of his. I just liked his attitude, you know, the man in black. And uh, he just seemed like he was a no-nonsense, tough guy. And, uh, and yeah, I kind of appreciated it, you know, that about him. And um, also, too, I can't express how important it is, Troy, for you to go to Nashville and go into the Johnny Cash Museum. I mean, my gosh, uh, that place is uh, amazing. You need, to, you need to check that out. Yeah, I've I've heard that mentioned a time or two now for me that, that I need to get to Nashville. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, yeah, one so, of these days you're gonna listen to me. Oh, uh, I know, I know. It's I mean, actually, it's kind of already been in the talks. Um, the wife and I have, you know, decided like we don't know for sure what we want to do on vacation. Do we want to go to a different spot? So that's that's one of the places we kicked around. Okay. Um, so, what you can so it is, do. What you can do, by the way, is yeah, go somewhere in between Nashville and. Um, and pigeon forge that area you know okay that way you know one day i don't know if you if you're spending a week on vacation you know spend a day in pigeon forge and gatlinburg and do all that sightseeing and then also mm -hmm. spend a day or two in nashville and do all that and you know go for some entertainment in the evenings and watch a good band play i mean that's how i met uh met kendall phillips you know one of our guests oh that's right that's right yeah, yeah i do remember you saying that yeah just popped into one of the bars and there she was on stage singing you know and it's like wow this is cool you know so yeah with um i don't know but anyway yeah real quick to wrap up johnny cash here though like um, yeah. when when the movie walk the line came out which um oh. did you see that howie oh yeah yeah what a great movie right Mm -hmm. it was I, I actually one of the only movies i've ever seen in the theater twice so that's really? how much i liked it yes oh, wow yeah um, um the the johnny cash museum like when you go in there you literally walk in a timeline of mm. his time from the start to his time when he died and uh and it's just oh my gosh all his grammys are there his gold records i mean just to see that stuff in person and uh, and you really get a new appreciation. Like my wife is not a uh, a country music fan by any sorts, and uh, and I and I know she enjoyed uh, that museum a lot uh, just because of the, way, the history of it, right? Yeah, the history of it, the way yeah. he told the story, or way that the museum told the story was just mm -hmm. amazing. It really was definitely worth the admission. So let me mention some other birthdays from from yesterday that uh, would be of interest for you, Howie. Yeah. You might know a couple of these names. Um, Marshall Falk, you hear that guy? Yeah, I've heard of him. I heard he could uh, carry a ball in the uh, NFL pretty well. <laughs> Obviously part of the greatest show on turf with the uh, St. Louis Rams at that time. Yes. Um, yeah, so happy 49th birthday to him. Wow, he's 49. Um, 49 years old, yep. Okay. Um, Victor Hugo, does that name ring a bell, Howie? It does not. Okay. Author of uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, book. okay. Yeah. Not... Born in 1802 and died in 1885. Oh, so he's not around anymore. No, he's not. And neither <laughs> is the next guy, but uh, you probably see him a lot on your butt. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Levi Strauss. <laughs> yes. I was like, man, where are you going with this, Troy? <laughs> Born in 1829 and died in 1902. So happy late birthday to Levi Strauss. This guy we just lost not that long ago, Howie. Fats Domino. Yeah. Uh, died in 2017. Born in 1928. But happy birthday to Fats Domino. Obviously, the big hit, Blueberry Hill. 
Yes. Uh, and, uh, you know, that song. I was going to say that gained a lot of momentum just from happy days, by the way. Oh, did it really? Yeah. Because, um, uh, Ron Howard who played Richie Cunningham would yeah. always sing. I found my thrill in blueberry Hill, you know, every <laughs> time. and that became, um, a pretty big deal back in the day. Nice. Yeah. yeah I, I always liked that song though. It, it always, rem- when I hear a song like that, this this will go back a little bit but i'm thinking i was probably around 14 or 15 years old so let's say let's say mid 90s and there was always these infomercials that would come on tv and one of them was like a time life music infomercial okay i think dick clark was actually the one narrating the commercial and it was a lot of these you know songs from the 50s and 60s and such and uh, my cousin and i would just sit and watch this infomercial just to hear 10 second clips of songs <laughs> you know because if you, because if you, there's if you times to... where i i see some of that on tv late at night i'm like mm-hmm. eh, you know what i'm just gonna click on it just to hear some of the music yeah but that's, that's it's awesome. funny because you know the, the whole package was like i think they broke it down into years and i think it was like from 50 to 65 or something like that <laughs> So you had to buy the whole package, of course, you know, of course, commercial. Of course. And it was like, you know, 160 bucks or whatever it was. And obviously as 15 year old kids, we don't have that. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, yeah, did you ever so take part in uh, getting like uh, 10 cassettes for a penny or something like that? Oh, with, uh, yeah. With like Columbia house and yes. music club and stuff like that. Yeah. Yep. I remember I sure I, did. I'm trying to think it would have been 1984. 485 i i remember doing that and i had like i had uh prince's purple rain i had michael yep. jackson's thriller madonna um all the big names back in the mid 80s and uh and i'm thinking man only for a penny this is awesome yeah. and all of a sudden you, you start find getting, out <laughs> yeah and you start getting bill collectors and it's like well you know what idiots i'm 10 years old what are you gonna do yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't remember the whole deal. Um, the one I belonged to was BMG. Obviously, another big one was Columbia House. But BMG, yes. the, their deal was this was by mail. Um, they would send you a new book every month. Oh, yeah. And there was there was a featured artist of the month or whatever it was, their featured album of the month. And unless you sent back this flyer and checked, I do not want this, it got sent to you and you got billed for it. Like, yep. Yep, it just um, coming at you, right? Yeah, and but but you did have a requirement, so you you got I think it was fifteen CDs for a dollar is what the sign up thing was, uh, but you had a requirement that you had to, within a two year period you had yeah. to buy five CDs at full price. Yep, and their full price so, was like yeah, like a lot back more then, than yeah, it was, like, it was at least like sixteen or seventeen bucks, which yep. was a lot more than what they were back then. So exactly, <laughs> I know, I know. Plus shipping. <laughs> yep. Yeah, plus so. $20 shipping and handling, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I mean, if you worked it out, you could play it out okay. Because usually I would I would wait to buy my full-price CD when they had, like, a um, buy one at full price and then get a couple of those half off or whatever, too. Yeah. So you could you could still work it out and get a good deal out of it. Sure. But it, it, yeah, it, it was definitely – you definitely had to play the game, you know? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Uh, one more birthday from yesterday, Hallie, before I forget this gentleman, um, Michael Bolton, 69 years old. Oh, when you told me that I was like, <laughs> 69. man, Yeah. once again, Troy, you know, we're starting to see these artists that we admired and saw, oh, by the way, um, one of our former guests, you know, Andy, my neighbor, yes. um, he and I are going to go to a concert on Friday at Hershey. Oh uh, yeah. Who's that? A journey. Nice. Yeah, Journey, and I forget, I forget who is also opening up for them. I, I want to say, like... Unfortunately, it's not Steve Perry anymore. No, right? it's not. It's not. Some homeless guy from the Philippines, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Steve Perry, what a voice that guy had. Man. I know, but apparently this guy sounds just like Steve Perry. So. But Michael Bolton, though, too, man. That, what a voice that guy had. Oh, Ooh. I know. I know. What amazing... Now I can I can cut sidetrack here again real quick, but uh, Michael Bolton. Whenever I hear that name, I always think of, of of a movie, and I don't know if you know what movie I'm talking about, Hallie. What is it? It's Office Space. Oh, okay. Yeah. Office Space. Oh okay, yeah. Okay, so the one the one character's name is Michael Bolton. Yep. Um. So everybody always like, oh, you mean like the guy, the singer, or whatever? Like, 
and of course he like he hates it because he every time somebody hears his name that's who they think of right away yeah but he's like a hardcore rap fan right so this (laughs) so like he it's it just it's so oh it just oh my god that's That's such a good movie i love that movie office but yeah anytime i hear the name michael bolton i think of office space that's so good that's funny yeah every time uh Every time I introduce myself as Howie, oh, like Mandel. I'm like, yeah, just like Mandel. Yep. I, I do jokes just like him. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. All right. So let's move on to today's birthdays, Howie. Um, yes. Let's let's start with a, the first audio clip you have up there. Let's let's hear from this gentleman right here. All right. Let's see what he's got to say. he's saying anything howie (laughs) yeah he's getting there although it's interesting video footage i must say i think we're getting there Groban and again you know as we were just talking about with Michael Bolton but what you know again what pipes on this dude I mean oh I know and and just watching the video you can tell that he pays attention to detail yes no um just amazing yeah this guy's this guy's got some talent yeah for sure so yeah uh born in 1981 so 41 years old happy birthday to Josh Groban today yes um somebody else close in age is uh Chelsea Clinton Turning 42 uh, today. How about that? I, I was saying before the show started, like that, you know, you guys could have crossed paths at one day at one yeah, time. Same, same birth year. Yeah. You know? So, so happy birthday. Um, Chelsea. Hall of Fame tight end, Cody Gonzalez. 36 ah. today. Played for the Kansas City Chiefs and the Atlanta Falcons. Man, I'll tell you what, that, that dude, he, he started – he started the uh, famed tight end position, in my opinion. He, he brought, he brought some. He took it to uh, another level. Yeah, he took it to another level, I would say, for sure. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah, fun to watch. He was a lot of fun to watch. Somebody near and dear to your heart and to a lot of Philadelphia Eagles hearts as well is Deuce Staley, Deuce! born in 1975. Yeah, 47 years old today. Yeah, and I almost think he's uh, doing some coaching right now. I think he is. I think he's like the assistant head coach with the Lions or something I, like that. I think or, so. Somewhere yeah. on the lines. And um, yeah, he, um, yeah, obviously he got a ring for the Steelers uh, in Super Bowl 40. Um, yeah, is that when he was backing up Bettis, right? Yep. Uh, well, it was yeah. Bettis, Deuce, and uh, Deuce didn't get a lot of playing time that year, but it was okay. basically Bettis and I'm going to say Willie Parker. Yeah, you're right. It was Parker. Yeah. Yeah. Willie, Willie Parker was the uh, premier back that That's year. That's right. Yep, you're right. Yep. All but, right. Uh, but yeah, that was pretty cool. Next one on the list is uh, another audio clip that we have lined up for you right here. And uh, let's hear who this is. Okay. Cause I 
Zonda Thomas, known as Chili from TLC. Yes. 51 years old today, Howie. 51. Is it wrong for me every time I see them sing or perform a video that I think of Andre Risen? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's, hard. it's hard not to tie it all in. It really is. But. Yes. Um, I forget. Is it Was it Left Eye? I think they called her yeah. Left Eye. Yeah, Lisa Left Eye Lopez, who has yeah. since passed away. Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, she uh, she was dating Andre Risen and uh, threw a bunch of sneakers in the bathtub and set his house on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When when she gets revenge, she doesn't play around. Oh, no, that's for sure. Gosh. I remember that day where you just watched a mansion going up in flames. Uh, like wow, wow. Yeah. But yeah, Chili. I always seem to be the, the the quiet one of the group. I would say, you know. Yeah, I would say she was um, probably the least controversial of the of the group. Yeah, but she um she was the T or the C. I'm sorry, in TLC. Yep, so. talented group. It really they really were. I mean, for uh, sure. And they, and they and they had quite a little stretch of of time there where they kind of you know they they were they they came out they were big they kind of went away for a little bit yep. came back with um like um. What was that era there? Like red light special, waterfalls, stuff like that. Creep. Yeah. Um, they came back and then they went away for a little bit again. And then in the early 2000s, they came back with like, no scrubs and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So they did well for themselves. And oh, yeah. uh, I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're living well off of their, their, um, mm-hmm. you know, success. I can so. see them doing a reunion tour someday, probably with like, I, it's going to be tough or... without, without the L. But yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, let's, let's, the next guy on the list here I have is, uh, Another audio clip here, Howie. So why don't we play that real quick? Okay, let's see what this is. Colonel John, he's kicked it in again, but he's seven wide as they turn for home. And Big Brown makes a big move, and he takes the lead. Big Brown is opened up now by three. The game Philly, eight bills trying to run him down the final four. It's Big Brown. He's gone clear. Big Brown and kept the solo by four weeks. The game Philly second on the inside, eight bells, but Big Brown... Big Brown is a superstar to win the Kentucky Derby. Big Brown wins by five. Eight bells ran second. Finishing up third was Dennis with Porch. And then Taylor Bacotti. The tied 2 0 one and four. All righty. So, there we go. Kent DeSormo in the 2008 Kentucky Derby riding Big Brown. Yeah. Uh, that, that was his third Kentucky Derby win, Howie. He's actually won uh, 98 and 2000. Um, he won the Preakness Stakes in 98, 2008, and 2016, so not that long ago. Wow. And also the Belmont Stakes in 2009. So he's never able to finish that Triple Crown with any of his horses. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Kent DeSormo, born in 1970, so 52 years old today. Okay. That's awesome. And, yeah, it was just a few years ago that I actually got to uh, to visit the um, Churchill Downs in Kentucky. And, uh, man, what a cool experience that was, just to walk, yeah, onto, the tr- walk onto the track and then – turn around i was like literally where we walked onto the track was right in front of winter circle nice so you walk into the track you turn you see winter circle you see the the grandstands behind and it's like oh my gosh i'm actually standing right here where mm-hmm. one of the biggest events uh in sports takes place that's so cool it is it's really a neat um by the way not far from nashville <laughs> <laughs> you don't say how <laughs> Um, uh, NBA Hall of Famer James Worthy, yes. born in 1961, so 61st birthday for James Worthy today. So who do you who do you throw in that mix? Because obviously James Worthy played in the era of Magic Johnson. Sure. Um, you know he was actually the Finals MVP in one of their years. Actually, yeah, James he Worthy was. was. He was like, would you would you kind of put him into the same realm as like a Scottie Pippen? Or do you think? I'd say that's fair. I'd say that's okay. fair. Yeah, yeah. That's I, would say, I, would, I would say I would say he wasn't your main attraction, but I would say he was a darn good second to have. Oh, my gosh. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know? he, he definitely uh, he definitely stepped it up a notch when he had to, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. James Worthy was a lot of fun to watch. I, I'll tell you, that era of basketball was a lot of fun to watch. I thought so. It was, you know, a lot more rough. You know, um, there was defense played. It, yeah. it was just different. You know, there, there was passion in these games where. Today, it almost I almost feel like they're protecting themselves from injury and and they're afraid to to get it you know get in there and get rough. Obviously, some players still do, but man, yeah. I we don't have the Dennis Rodmans of the world anymore. And we got to see a lot more legs back then, Howie. Like- <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is true. 
no uh no argument there i guess troy i mean whatever uh, buddy ralph nader um if i'm not mistaken green party right howie green party that sounds right to me yeah 88 years old today howie wow yeah and i don't think it was that long ago that he was still on the ticket yeah i know he's uh he, he kept running for sure so um but we all the know great late yeah the great late liz taylor would yes. be her birthday today died in 2011 uh famous obviously for her portrayal of cleopatra at one point oh that God, was uh that was huge and then her um, um product line she was yes with. yeah that came that came huge yeah that was and what best friend of michael jackson for some time too right yes yeah well, that was kind of that was kind of out of nowhere a little strange but well everything with michael jackson was kind of out of nowhere <laughs> i mean uh okay yeah <laughs> i mean he was dating uh lisa marie not lisa marie yeah was yeah. it lisa marie lisa Presley. Presley? yeah yeah uh yeah. yeah and uh and yeah just some of the weird stuff that he did yeah that's a whole other avenue to go down but yeah but yeah uh, nope Nobel Literature Award winner John Steinbeck with Grapes of Wrath was born in 1902 and died in 1968. So only what around 66 years old when he had passed. So, yeah. Uh, but but Grapes of Wrath, a uh, literary, uh, you know, I, I guess I don't know if that's something they still read in high school at this point and stuff like that. But I'm pretty sure that's when I was introduced to it. Yeah, um, I guess so, it all depends if there's controversy in that. Uh, that was based around. Um, what, the depression or something i think or does that sound right yeah yeah i believe um, you're correct and then here's another name for you howie and i i, I pulled this one before you showed it to see if you would happen to know but the name <laughs> charles strike yes that name didn't ring a bell to you did it it didn't ring a bell to me at, at first but then when you said it's like oh my gosh i mean think about think about how innovative that guy was yeah, well, his name should have popped up in your head right away, Howie. <laughs> it should have popped up many times. In fact, you know, at least, what, two to four, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so this is the man that invented the pop-up toaster. So how about yes. that? Born in 1878, died in 1956. So I don't know exactly what year the pop-up toaster was invented. Mm -hmm. But uh, pretty early, I would say. I mean, I, I would think so. At least in his 30s or 40s or somewhere around there, you know? Yeah. So let's say, let's say 40, that would have taken him to uh you know 1918 ish so do you think uh, do you think the pop-up toaster made him like extremely wealthy i wonder if it did back then it probably didn't honestly yeah i wonder you know it's kind of it, like yeah here's the invention and whatever and and now it's like something everybody has in their house you know yeah, it's like a, know. It's, a, it's a regular every kitchen appliance at this point, today so. he would be a billionaire oh my gosh for sure uh-huh so yeah. And, um, I was going to say, cause even like, um, I had a family member, um, who was an engineer, uh, during the Vietnam mm -hmm. war and he actually invented a, uh, a part for the Huey helicopter nice. um, to make it fly. I, I forget if it flies better or just fly in general. And, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, he didn't, he didn't even get rich off of that either, unfortunately. Yeah. So, um, Charles I think that's really cool. Yep. Charles Streit for uh, 1919, I guess, is when okay. it was. Uh, so I was pretty close when I said about 40 years old. So, yeah, 19, yeah. yeah 1919. Wow. That's pretty cool. That's, that that's pretty cool stuff. Hey, that kind of reminds me of something real quick. I saw. Um, I'm, I belong to a dad joke type thing on Facebook. Yeah. And uh, one, one of the jokes that popped up was uh, look like somebody back in the Greek ages and stuff like that. And he was holding a loaf of sliced bread. And the guy standing beside him goes, wow, that's the best thing since ripped bread. <laughs> <laughs> and I just wow. got a kick out of that. Wow. Uh, that's awesome. Bad humor. Yep. You know it. You know it. One more birthday I want to get to. And we saved this guy for last because we got another audio clip. Yes. And uh, this will pick up a our show here to end it so let's let's hear from this gentleman yeah i think you guys will recognize this guy i would say
guess they weren't a big fan of Neil Young either, huh? What's that? I said, I guess they weren't a big fan of Neil Young either, huh? Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> oh, my. Here we go. That's obviously uh, Johnny Van Sant of Leonard Skinner fame, born in 1960, so celebrating his 62nd birthday today, and took over the lead vocals of Leonard Skinner after his brother had died in the uh, plane crash that Skinner was in. Uh, so it's funny that you have, uh, um, you know, uh, Johnny Van Sant, who's the youngest brother, mm-hmm. uh, Donnie Van Sant, who was the uh, vocalist of 38 Special. Um, and obviously Ronnie Van Zandt, who was the original lead singer of Leonard Skinner until he had passed. So great set of musicians there that the Van Zants had put out, huh? I was going to say, <laughs> they did okay for themselves. <laughs> um, what a fun yeah, song, so, though. Every time I hear that song, it's like, man, that's a yeah, such a fun yeah, song. It's, it, it's so upbeat, for sure. And um, But yeah, Johnny Van Zandt, I, I, I think it's so cool just how you know, he kind of just stepped in and I don't know. I was trying to look, see what their age difference is here. So 12 year age difference. So, so Ronnie Van Zant was born in 1948. And uh, as I said earlier, Johnny Van Zant was born in 1960. So there's a 12 year age difference there, but I guess after the plane crashed and uh, I guess they were still doing some jam sessions and Johnny stepped in there and they said, Hey, you sound pretty good. Let's do it. So, yeah. Uh, I think we can make this work. Yeah, and uh, you know, here, however many years later, he's still rocking out with them. So, yeah, Leonard Skinner, man. There's... Did you see them ever? I have not. I would love to. Though. Yeah, I I've seen them to. twice. I've oh, you twice. have? Yeah, yeah. I, I saw them once at the York. Once at the York Fair, I, I thought they were really good. Okay. Um. So yeah, it was a good time. Um. But yeah, it's a shame what all happened with that plane crash. I, I don't oh, remember no. how many people had died in that crash. Was it like eight, Howie? Does that sound about right? Yeah, or? for whatever reason, I almost think we mentioned this on the show before. and I th- We probably did. And I almost think it was eight. I know. Um, well, let's see if we can find out here. Okay. So that, so the plane crash was October 20th, 1977. Wow. And uh, the plane crashed in uh, Gillsburg, Mississippi. Hmm. And... Uh, Van Zant died on impact. Uh, bandmate Steve Gaines and Cassie Gaines, along with assistant road manager Dean Kilpatrick, pilot Walter McCrary, co-pilot William Gray, were also killed. So mm. that was six. Um, the rest of the band was seriously injured. Yeah, so Van Zant was only 29 years old. And I remember, and I might have brought this up before, Howard, when we talked about this before, but um, the show Behind the Music that VH1 used to have, mm-hmm. um, they did one about Leonard Skinner and they, they, there was many clips, audio clips of Van Zandt for whatever reason saying he was never going to reach 30 years old. And there he died at 29 years old. Yeah. It's just crazy to say that. I've heard that kind of comment from uh, John Belushi too. And uh, yeah, sure enough. He, it's weird how some people just feel like their own fate is just already, you know, they already know what their fate's going to be at some point or another. Um, but did, you, you do know the story behind how they got their name, correct? I do not. You don't? Okay, no. this is interesting. So I thought most people would know this. But um, so in middle school, I think it was middle school. Don't I could be wrong. could be high school. Okay. Uh, a lot of these guys were all classmates that were in the band Leonard Skinner. Um, one, their phys ed teacher, I believe it was phys ed, his name was Leonard Skinner. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. So, so that's how they came up. literally the name. named after their gym teacher. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so now good stuff i was gonna say did the gym teacher know that because how cool would that be uh, well he, he was actually on that behind the music show oh okay yeah That's they actually awesome. had him on the show and uh yeah i don't know you know when he found out that it was kind of you know named after him but uh yeah i guess he was kind of a stickler and a, a hard-ass type guy you know yeah. and you know just from the look at him he looked like he had that military buzz cut so i'm almost wondering if he had a military background or something you know he's a typical and, uh, um mr freiler type of gym teacher. yeah there you go yep there you go <laughs> he was yeah, our gym mr. teacher Freiler. when we were in high school uh mr freiler oh my god we had so many fun stories about mr freiler um <laughs> but uh 
Well, yeah. he was a former that, cop who actually got shot, by the way. Yeah, I had heard that. I had heard yeah. that. So, um, so, so yeah, that wraps up this week's show, Howie. So episode uh-huh. 92 is in the books. You know it. Um, so, yeah, we're counting down to number 100. It's, it's on the way. And definitely stay tuned. And by the way, I saw you holding Oakley there. And uh, yes. dog. and uh, number one, he's getting big. Uh, <laughs> he is getting big already. It's been, yeah. it's been three weeks. Yeah, that's for sure. So three three weeks of no sleep. Wow. <laughs> Good deal. All right. Well, hey, with that being said, why don't we just play it out with some more Leonard Skinnerd? That sounds great, man. Right. So until stay tuned, uh, everybody. Yeah, stay tuned. And by the way, pay attention. We got some things coming. So yes. pay attention to some detail. Oh, I know why I want to bring up Oakley. Um, oh. Oakley, I think, is actually second on our um TikTok numbers as far as uh, <laughs> views are concerned so nice so congrats to oakley for that o- oakley getting some fame <laughs> gotta love that's it that's right that's right all right guys hey until next week stay tuned concludes our broadcast day click thank you for listening to another episode please like us on facebook follow us on twitter at stay tuned tnh email us stay tuned tnh at gmail.com and uh, whichever podcast avenue you're listening to us on google apple spotify uh, please subscribe share rate and review and until next week stay tuned